back to another episode of Pieces of the Puzzle with Ashley Escobar. So, we're finally moving on to our second episode. I'm currently in a new location. We're actually recording in Devin's house. If you guys don't remember, Devin is my boyfriend. Um, He does have a six-month-old puppy, so if you hear her in the background, please ignore her, but she is kind of chilling right now. She'll probably end up sleeping, so you'll probably most likely just hear her snoring, but it's cute. It'll be some dog ASMR for y'all, but anyways, I'm so happy to finally be starting our second podcast. Uh, I feel like most people received the first one pretty well. And everyone that I've talked to since that first episode has come out seems to be really excited to see what else we're going to have on this podcast. So I was kind of debating about what I wanted to talk about today, and I wanted to plan it ahead of time just because I have like a hectic schedule and stuff, but I decided I wanted to be more real and not just like write up what I want to talk about or like what I want to say exactly I wanted to just decide you know I'm gonna sit down and whatever I feel like talking about I'm gonna talk about I did write up a quick like outline about what I want to talk about today because there's just a lot of pieces to this topic based on my experiences so yeah today we're gonna be talking about friendships and specifically how friends don't last forever. So let's get into it. So as I mentioned in the first podcast, I've kind of always struggled with making and keeping friends. I'm not really sure why, to be honest. Uh, I feel like that's just something that I've always needed guidance and also I've needed to work on personally for myself in my life. But I can really remember only having issues with making friends my sophomore year of high school because up until then I had always been pretty involved even like in middle school and the beginning of high school I played sports and I was involved in clubs but as bad as it sounds it really wasn't until I started dating Devin where I noticed a lot of my friendships just started to disappear and ended with really no sort of conflict or explanation not to say that like a friendship needs to end because of a fight or because of a disagreement oftentimes it's just you know a feeling or like you two grow like outgrow each other but I remember my sophomore year being really close with this group of girls And we had a lot of fun together, we would hang out, and it wasn't until I started dating Devin where I noticed, like, a significant difference in our relationship, like, in my friendship with them, and we had a huge falling out, and I remember being really upset about it for, like, months, because I'm the type of person where, like, I look at things, like, logistically, I'm like, I need some sort of reasoning because I tend to blame myself for everything. Like I hardcore, like I'm my biggest hater. (laughs) I tell that to people all the time. Like, I just tend to blame myself when relationships or friendships come to an end because I think that's the part of me that just 
always feels like I'm at fault for something, I know that's like a mindset I really need to grow out of because oftentimes things are just out of my control and just happen for their own reasons, whatever they may be. But I've always just been really hard on myself in that sense. Like every time a friendship would come to an end, it was, and even if it was so clear that it wasn't my fault, it, it didn't even have to be like the other part person's fault. It might've just been like a mutual kind of falling out. Like I always had to blame myself. It was always like something was wrong with me that made this person not want to be a part of my life anymore. So my sophomore year, Devin really was my only friend. I said how I had that like huge falling out with my group of girlfriends that I had at that time. And they were like, well, you're dating Devin now. So we just kind of felt like you weren't going to have enough time for us anymore, which looking back at it now was completely untrue. So there's also like really, there's not harsh feelings towards the way that that group of friends like fell out, the, the way that we ended because looking back at it now it's like what we were 15 16 this was my first relationship this was probably many people's first experience like their first experiences having one of their friends dating somebody so now I just kind of chalk it up to it it really just being like maturity type of thing like maybe just not having the mindset of like oh this person you know isn't gonna ignore me just because they have a boyfriend now it was really just like they're just kind of not moving on but in a sense moving on with their life and like growing as an individual if that makes sense not necessarily that suddenly I had a boyfriend and it was like I had to forget about all the people in my life that really was not the case whatsoever but that's how my sophomore year went. That's how really the first year or so of Devin and I dating went. A lot of people I was friends with, we just had a falling out and people always blamed Devin for it. Like nobody would confront him about it, but you know, I would always have to hear like, well, you're always with Devin, so we didn't want to bug you. Or When like the matter of fact was like, if they had just reached out and asked, I would have been like, sure, yeah, I'm down to go out and watch a movie with you guys, or yeah, let's go out for dinner and stuff. But again, I just really chalk that up to being a whole like maturity thing. And now, obviously, like I'm over it because I've been dating Devin for so long that really all my friends now have just become both of our friends, and like his friends are my friends, and we all hang out together. But even so, like there's times where I'm like, I just want to be able to hang out with my friends without my boyfriend. So that's also been a huge plus in terms of my self-growth. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that. So we're going to move on to my junior year. <laughs> I hated my junior year of high school. Like if there was any year I hated more in high school, it was my junior year. My sophomore going into junior year, like that summer of entering junior year, I tried out for volleyball. I had played volleyball my freshman year and my sophomore year, and then I was cut for my junior year. And I know that sounds like something so silly to get hung up on, but it was one of those things, like, you know when 
people will make those TikToks online and they're like, oh, I love softball, but then I had a terrible coach and the coach like ruined my love for the sport. Like that, that was my, those were, were all my emotions were at when I got cut from volleyball. So my parents have always been pretty strict. I know that doesn't seem like it, maybe to like some of my family members and stuff, but it was always really hard to like go out and hang out with people. So being a part of sports and like clubs where I would have to go to games or have to like go to events to volunteer or like help out were my way of being able to socialize with people. So being cut from volleyball really cut all my ties with all the friendships I had. And that really began like my terrible experience in high school. I, was, I just remember being very confused. I was really upset about being cut from volleyball for the longest time. And even now, sometimes I get upset about it just because it's a constant reminder, especially with my younger sister. She plays varsity volleyball with the same coach that cut me. And sometimes he'll like talk about my older sister and I to my younger sister. And it's like, I've, I, I can't get over the fact that he did that to me, but that's my own issue, you know? We'll get into that, but in many ways, I, you know, like getting caught, cut from volleyball felt like I had my whole group of friends just stripped away from me. I started to really isolate and seclude myself because I didn't have that ability to like be a part of a team anymore, I started working as a way to like distract myself and I started working two jobs. So I would work at like a local daycare during the week, five days a week after school. And then on the weekends, I would work at a local restaurant. And yeah, I just, junior year was really just secluding myself. I just felt like I had such different priorities than other people my age and I also really felt like I was more mature than most people my age but I guess that's kind of due to a little bit of my trauma where like I had to grow up pretty fast so I never really had a childhood. I really don't remember my childhood but you know we'll get into my trauma as well because I think it's important to like talk about because oftentimes we feel like nobody else has the same experiences that we do and like the truth is sure no one is ever going to experience things in the exact way in the exact form that you may have experienced something but like most people have the same experiences just obviously in different ways if that makes sense so then junior year the first half or the first half of senior year sorry before COVID had hit, because again, I was a COVID graduate. I graduated in 2020, so 2019. So like that, that fall semester, we'll say, of my senior year. That was the first year I was like completely alone because Devin is a year older than me. So when I was a sophomore, he was a junior. When I was a junior, he was a senior. <laughs> so then when I was a senior, he was a freshman in college. So that was the first year I was like truthfully like alone. I didn't have Devin as like my backup or like someone I could go to because even when he was in school, like he would, he was the type to like meet me outside of my classes and like walk me to my next class. So it was like, I always had him. It was always Devin and I, we always had each other. So when he started, like when he entered college and I was officially like on my own my senior year, I just became like completely uninterested in school. 
Like, I just didn't want to be there. I really was just like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm just here to do what's expected of me, do my work, do my homework, get the grades I need, and, like, just be out. Like, I just mentally checked out my senior year. And that's definitely partially because, you know, I think everybody goes through that their senior year. They're like, they come to the realization that in a few months they're going to be out of this town if they decide to like go out of state for college or like even just go to a college that's out of the town. Um, So I think that's really pretty much a universal feeling. But I also noticed that my senior year, People just stopped being friends with me because of my change in social status. Like, that has always been something big in my high school, like, popularity. And I hated that. (laughs) Everybody knew one another. Everybody grew up with one another. So it was like, if you weren't in with the group from the very beginning of, like, school, like, elementary school, like, you were just never going to be in. Like, people were such like close knitted together and like their parents knew each other so like it was like I always was the outsider I never felt like I could like come into a relationship or like a friendship with someone because it was always like oh well they had been friends with um Jimmy for forever since childhood so it was like I always felt like I was never gonna live up to the expectations in certain friendships because they were they had just you know everybody had their own group no one was willing to really strive out of that I've just always found it really funny how in high school like people seem to care about popularity so much like it's this big deal but when we're in in reality like as soon as you leave high school like it does it matter like half of the people don't even talk to each other anymore or if they are still friends like they all talk shit about one another that they're not actually really good friends and it's like it just doesn't matter I never could wrap my head around why people cared so much about being well known or like even just you know being friends with the popular people because I know like so many people from my high school that were popular who are now literally nobody Like, I'm sorry to say that, but all the popular people literally peaked in high school. The people who I remember were, like, super quiet, like, super reserved. Like, I see them out there, like, thriving. They are living their lives, turning into these beautiful men and women, where it's, like, the people who peaked in high school and were always a part of, like, the huge popularity groups are all, like getting super high every weekend or like getting super drunk or like if they're in college like all I ever see them doing is drinking but you know what that's another topic we ain't gonna judge on that but like you know it just again that kind of stems back to like I've just always had different priorities than other people so yeah I don't know everybody's I don't want to judge because you know drinking isn't bad you know, in moderation, of course, like, you don't want to be an alcoholic at the age of 18, 19, 20, so, um, and also, like, I always say, like, smoking weed has many, like, medical benefits, like, there's a lot of, like, research behind it, but again, this is just another topic that we'll get into on another day, um, but just back to the whole popularity thing, like, like, I can remember this one person my senior year who, had moved into our town around like middle school like seventh or eighth grade I can't really remember right now and this person I were like we clicked right off the bat we were really close friends um 
even like throughout high school and stuff and they were on the football team and they're you know like we were close and I remember my senior year it was spirit week and I wanted to take pictures with this person because you know everybody loves to take pictures with their friends during spirit week like it's a fun atmosphere to want to be a part of but you could just tell, like, I could just tell that because of my change in social status, they didn't want to be seen with me. And to think about right now, it does kind of hurt, even though it's been so long. But I think there are certain things in life that are just like, we're always going to think we healed from it. And we very, like, well might heal from a lot of the issues that we once had but there's going to be days where you're just like sitting in your room and something just reminds you of it and you're like damn like I really can't believe someone would do me like that like I think it has it also has to do with like growth I'm I'm definitely not the same person I was when I was in high school just like all these people who have done bad things to me I'm sure aren't the same people that they were in high school and again, like, there's a level of maturity and, like, mindset. Like, there's a whole bunch of factors that come into play when I talk about, like, these things that happened in high school. And I just want to, like, put a quick disclaimer out there that if you're sitting here and you're listening to these stories and you're like, oh, my God, she's talking about me. Or, like, oh, my God, she's so dramatic. Like, she's full of herself. She needs to get over herself because high school was so long ago. Like, no. I don't have any harsh feelings towards any of these people like many of these people that I'm talking about, we once had issues and now we're like the bestest of friends. Like we'll talk and we'll hang out. It's just, you know, important to share one's experience and like the things that you learn from friendships. And that's another big thing. Like friendships aren't always going to go well. Like there's going to be times where you're the bestest of friends and then there's going to be times where you literally don't talk for months like there's some people that I'm friends with where like we can go months without talking but then as soon as we start talking again we just like pick up like it was nothing like nothing ever changed like there was never that amount of time in between our last conversation like it really is just on a case-by-case -case on like how you want to view your friendships and everyone's different too like, I know I'm the type of friend, which I guess it can be kind of toxic for me, but I, like, I expect myself from others. I give my all in friendships, and I once thought that that was, like, a good quality of mine, but now I've come to realize that sometimes it's not, because it's really, like, a toxic cycle for myself. Like, if I'm putting in all this energy into a friendship, and I'm texting them first and I'm always initiating plans and I never get that same energy like it hurts it's like a slap in the face when you first realize it like there you see like all those TikToks all those like friendship quotes on Instagram from all those accounts and stuff like you see everyone always says if you take a step back and you stop reaching out you most likely will stop like talking like, I'm just thinking about this video I saw the other day on TikTok where it was like, I stopped reaching out first and we haven't been friends for over two years. Like, that's just the sad reality of most things. Like, sometimes you need to put yourself in those situations where you need to step back and evaluate and realize friendships 
aren't supposed to be one-sided. And that goes for relationships as well. Like everyone from both sides is expected to put a certain amount of effort in. Sure, someday people are good, like one person is going to put more energy in than the other. But at the end of the day, like if you guys are both contributing to the friendship or to the relationship, like it'll last. Like you'll work through your issues. You'll work through all the problems. Like you'll be there for one another. But if it's just constantly you are only ever initiating stuff, only ever putting energy and it's like you have to fight to keep the friendship alive like no like run away run the opposite way because deep down we all deserve better than that like we deserve whether it's like an intimate relationship or just like a friendship like we all deserve someone who's going to care enough to want to put the same amount of energy in and i think another point to bring up as well with friendships is i think once you realize the role that you play in someone else's life, it really puts a lot of things into perspective. Because there's like people in my life who I'm like, oh, like they're definitely for sure a priority in my life. Like I want to make sure I'm checking in on them. I want to hang out with them. Like I want to be able to have that long lasting friendship with them. But they might not have those same feelings or intentions about our friendship the same way that I do. Like I might not be a priority to them in their life. So then that is like a good reminder for me to not only like, I guess, kind of shelter myself as well from being hurt, but more or less like just necessarily realizing that like the matter of the fact is you're not going to be as important to someone else as they might be to you. And I I feel like that's a harsh thing to kind of come to terms with, but it's necessary sometimes. And it's not, uh, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing as well. Like, not everybody is going to have the same level of, like, like, feel like they need to have that same level of priority towards you. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So I think it helps a lot to put things in perspective as well. To really, like, step back and, like, review your friendships and see, like, is this really one-sided or is it more or less like we just operate in different ways and I don't know I've always just been one to distance myself and I think that can be pretty toxic like as soon as I don't feel the energy being reciprocated like I just mentally check out from the friendship like I just distance myself because I like I think this is also where my issues with friendships come in is because again it, it stems back to how I expect to be from others And not everyone's going to be like me. I'm not saying I'm a perfect person, but, you know, I know what my needs are. And I think it's important for you to also, like, kind of think about what you need in a friendship and seek that. Because sometimes we seek things that aren't good for us, and that's not good. So I think knowing what you want in a friendship and kind of making those things clear and setting those boundaries as well. I've had my fair share of friend breakups and again I know I said it previously there's a lot of things in life that you're gonna think that you've healed from and you very well might have healed from them but there's always gonna be things in life that just reminds you and it brings you right back to that place and when that happens to me it's almost like a questioning game like I have to stop and really reflect on myself and question like have I moved on from this Or is this just kind of like a test to see how, like, how far I've grown? Almost to see, like, if I'm able to emotionally regulate my feelings towards whatever situation it may be. 
But I've always said, like, with all the friend breakups I've been through, and just based on my experience, friend breakups hurt way more than romantic breakups, in my opinion. Because I feel like with romantic relationships, as bad as it sounds, like, you almost kind of expect, like, there's always that possibility that, oh, this girl or this boy may hurt me in the end. But I feel like with friendships, like, that's never really the mindset that people go into friendships with. Like, they're just looking for a companion to go through life, to have these memories, to just have fun with. And when it ends, and especially when it ends without, like, an explanation. That's always been one of my issues moving past old friendships is, like, feeling like I needed some sort of closure And I remember I would sit in therapy and I would talk about this one person and I'd always be like, I just feel like if they would tell me what I did wrong or like why we stopped talking and why we can't hang out anymore, I feel like it would be enough for me to just move on with my life and just, you know, put our friendship behind me and just be able to just, you know, say at the end of the day, we were friends for a certain time and it's okay now. But then I realized like working with my therapist as well, I realized I'm always sitting here asking for closure from old relationships, but what, like, what does closure necessarily look like for you? Like, I know there's going to be situations where, for example, like, if you're broken up with, and, like, you've been with the person for, like, two years, per se, and then randomly out of nowhere, like, they just stop talking to you, and, like, they start ignoring you, like, sure, that's, like, that's a good example for like yeah you would need some sort of closure like you would need some sort of explanation as to why but you know sometimes I feel like society or like even like movies make it seem like in order to move on we need closure the sad fact is most people aren't going to give you that closure you need so I think that was another huge realization for me as well like realizing that I don't necessarily need closure Like, sure, I'm allowed to take time to kind of reflect on my own actions and even reflect on on the friendship and what may have happened, but I also don't want to drive myself crazy coming up with all these situations or, like, all these scenarios and blaming myself because sometimes friendships just end and there really is no reasoning behind it. Again, like I said, like, sometimes we just outgrow one another and there really doesn't need to be any sort of closure in that. Like, it's just a mutual understanding. I think another big thing too that comes with friendships is when you start to miss someone that you can't physically like talk to anymore. I don't really want to name names because of course like again I don't speak to any of these people so it'd be kind of awkward if they started listening to my podcast and they're like oh my god why is she talking about me that's so weird because yeah I feel like if it were me I would be uncomfortable as well but just a, like a brief recap. So I started therapy my fall semester of my freshman year of college. I had always known that I had some sort of like mental health illness, but I never like seeked help, especially because a part of like, like being a part of a Hispanic culture, like it's just kind of, you know, no one really believes in mental health. And I definitely see me in the future, like, having an episode on this because it's just a very important topic that I think 
isn't covered enough. But being that I was a part, that I am a part of a Hispanic family, I never really have ever been the type of person to also like talk about my feelings. So I've always struggled in silence. So I know I talk about a lot how like my sophomore year was when I first realized, you know, I may be depressed or I may be suffering from like some sort of anxiety disorder, but I really didn't seek help until I was a freshman in college. And since being in therapy since then, like I'm still with my, my therapist from that time because I love her so much, but, um, like since I started therapy, I've always talked about this one person who we don't even talk right now. Like, they don't even live in the state of Connecticut anymore. Like, they are out doing their own thing, living their own life, and I'm just kind of, like, cheering them on on the sidelines silently because, you know, I got tired of reaching out. I got tired of the energy never being reciprocated. I got tired of a bunch of things, you know? And this was the one person where I was always like, I just needed closure. But I've kind of, like, outgrown wanting (laughs) to have like any like interactions with this person like I feel like when you stop being friends with someone especially when you're really close and you guys like just kind of stop without some sort of like explanation it's like you almost hope to see them to kind of like re-spark something if that makes sense but this is someone who like I'll continuously like miss them even though I don't talk to them anymore and I had therapy this Monday and she had asked me about this person and I was like like I don't really want to talk about them like it was just getting to be like a constant reminder and she was like well you know since I started working with you you've always brought up this person and you've always like had these like ups and downs where like at like some periods of time you guys were friends and then you weren't and then you would reach out and they would reciprocate but then sometimes you would reach out and they would completely ignore you like it was always just like a roller coaster of emotions with this person so she actually gave me an assignment this week to like journal and like really think about like what was it about this person that like almost had like this hold on me And I was sitting here and I was thinking, you know, journaling, going out and about, like, just kind of like trying to really reflect on this past friendship and see like, what, like, what is it about this person that I can't get over? Like, why can't I forget this person and just like move on? Because like, shit, it's been four years. Like, I get so mad at myself sometimes because I'm like, just get over yourself. Like, but you know, healing takes time. Healing isn't going to happen overnight. And it's been a constant battle having to heal from some of the shit that's happened in my life. But anyway, so while I was sitting here thinking about this person and thinking about like, what is it that has this grasp on my life? I came to the realization that it wasn't the actual person that I missed. Because if we're being honest, they're quite a shitty person. So, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to crap on them but you know I realized like they just really weren't a good person like I don't know why I have been so held up on them because they just weren't like our goals never aligned they were always doing like bad things like 
drugs and stuff like that that I just like never ever have wanted to do like I just you know and it's also one of one of those things where like I don't want to be like I want to surround myself with people who have the same goals and same mindset and same intentions as me but I realized like it really wasn't this person that I was missing anymore but it was more or less like the memories I was missing like the memories more than the actual person and I think when you talk about or even when you yourself reflect on past friendships and you start to find yourself missing that person, just like stop and step back and really think. Like sure, that person may never be there again physically, but you can hold on to those memories. Like at one point in your life, you guys were good friends and you shared a lot of great times together. And it's okay, you know, you're always gonna have those memories. And I think that that's what helps me the most with moving on with things as well. Like holding on to those good memories. And it's almost like comforting and it brings like a peace to be like, you know what, at some point in my life, this was just a person who was just kind of going through things with me, going through life with me, on my journey with me. And even though they're not a part of it anymore, that's okay. Because eventually we all go our separate ways and it really is a beautiful thing when you think about it. Like, especially like that transition from high school to college and you just kind of see everybody like turning into these beautiful people. It just, it really, it brings me a lot of peace too, to see everybody just kind of on their own journey, working through their own things. And another important thing to remember too is people are constantly changing. And I think that's what's so beautiful about life, that if you're unhappy, you don't have to be. You can always grow, you can always work on yourself, and just really surround yourself around people that make you feel good. Like, don't be friends with people if they constantly leave you feeling like shit. You deserve better than that. And I think deep down, we all know that we deserve better than some of the things that we put ourselves through. But there's always like a fear factor behind it. Like you don't want to leave because if you stop being friends with a certain person, then like who else is there, you know? But there's always going to be people. There's so many people in this world. It's just a matter of like reaching out. And that's always been like one of my issues as well. Like I was sitting in therapy Monday and I was kind of ranting and I was just like, I'm so bored. Like I'm out of school. I finally have all this time to hang out with people. And it's like, nobody wants to hang out with me and my therapist was like well have you reached out to like your friends or like even your friends back from college like have you made any like definitive plans and I was like no and she was like oh well I wonder why you feel like you haven't hung out with anybody or why you're so bored I have such a hard issue with like making plans and then actually sticking through with them it's so bad but we're gonna wrap this up because I do have to get to work soon but I hope I hope this podcast can bring somebody some sort of like clarity and like peace if you're someone that's struggling with friendships just know we've all been there and it's okay and really all you need to give yourself is time because eventually you will heal from the things and you will heal from the people that have hurt you. And just know, again, that deep down, you know what you deserve. And just make sure you're seeking that. 
don't 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 settle for anything less than what you know you deserve so thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode i hope you guys enjoyed this one i had fun it also was kind of like a nice experience for myself to sit here and really reflect on my life and my friendship these last few years so this was really like therapeutic for myself as well I'm sure my therapist is going to be very happy that I sat down and did this and I hope it brings you guys some sort of peace as well but yeah make sure to tune in next week thank you so much for stopping by to listen to this week's episode and I hope you guys have a wonderful and beautiful day bye